friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past, and we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about those burning questions that we wish we would have asked somebody, but now they've since passed, and we can't ask them anymore. Who was it? What was the question? 905-338-1250. Producer Mike, is there a question that you have for a family member you can no longer ask questions of? Yeah, I do. Um, maybe this is more in the spirit of Remembrance Day, which was yeah. on Friday, but uh, my grandpa flew in a Lancaster bomber in World War II. Oh, wow. And I think that would have been really interesting to ask him some of the stories. Um, not just as somebody who has an appreciation for history, but uh, I'm also an aviation enthusiast. Yeah. I think it would have been really cool to talk to him about some of his experiences. Um, I was young when he passed. I was like 14, so I never really had the chance to ask him um, as an adult, right, yeah. about what yes. his experiences were. Yes, that's like the, I, I love that you said that because sometimes you've asked all the questions that you would at that age, but then as you grow older and you go through different things, then you're like, oh my goodness, I would so wish I could have been able to use them as a resource right now. Yeah, and you can appreciate more once you're older. Yeah. Maybe the stories aren't censored quite the same way. Yeah. Um, makes it more real, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I always feel like I, I have that connection to the Second World War just, just by the relationship, but uh, really wish I could have known more. Yeah, no, I hear that for sure. Text in 905-338-1250. There's someone that you wish that you would have asked a question of, and now we can't. I uh, got a message here from Talia, and she says she wishes that she would have asked her grandmother about her special recipe for chicken noodle soup. Yes, many an incredible recipe has literally gone to the grave. Oh my goodness, my uh, husband, his uh, his grandmother, I believe it was, he says makes the best ribs or made the best ribs. She took that secret sauce recipe to the grave with her. Like no one can duplicate it. And it's so disappointing because I know he would love to have those ribs again. Food was such a big part of their relationship and it's gone, it's gone. So uh, yeah, let us know. I'm so curious, who would you be asking what question to? You can catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area on the radio. Go to the AM dial, it's 1250. Also streaming live at joyradio.ca. We have our My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. And yes, you can also listen to us via a smart speaker. So just say, insert name here, play Joy Radio on TuneIn. Easy breezy. Okay. So today is the kickoff to Operation Shoebox Collection Week. It goes right into the 20th. So if you, your church, maybe a small group, were thinking about doing shoeboxes this year, uh, this is your time to go online and get those shoeboxes filled virtually or go to the store and fill them physically. You can also go to their website to find out where the closest drop-off location is for you. Now, earlier on this year, back in August, Johnny Rocket and myself had an incredible opportunity to interview Alex Senjimana, and he actually works for Operation Christmas Child in the U.S., and he was actually a recipient of a shoebox, and this is what he said about the realization of the program that he was a part of and the blessing that shoebox was to him. Being on the other side of Operation Christmas Child, on this side of the story, seeing shoeboxes being packed, it was so powerful for me to get introduced. 
Uh, I remember student council at my high school, uh, Winona Carter High School, they wanted to, do, to pack shoeboxes. And I remember asking them, what is Operation Christmas Child? And all they did was to show me their logo. And when I saw the logo, I was like, look, I can't tell you about this. I received one of those boxes. I can't, let me share with you. Yeah. So literally it was the next day that I was standing in front of the whole school assembly uh, sharing how Operation Christmas Child made an impact in my life, receiving that shoebox gift. That's Alex Senjimana, uh, who was a Why Me Project guest back August 18th. You can listen to his full story uh, simply by downloading his episode wherever your podcast, search Why Me Project, and then just scroll down and look for Alex. It was episode 258, but what an incredible story. Now he's like full on involved with what they are doing through Operation Christmas Child and the Shoebox program. It went full circle, and it's so beautiful to just to see how a shoebox can change the life of a child. You can catch us across the airwaves, uh, tuning into the AM side of your radio dial, 1250, the number. Also using our app, the My Joy Radio app, or by going to our website and streaming or listening on demand at joyradio.ca. I'm Holly Taylor. And guess what? Got some great text messages as to great ideas for clutter-free gifts. Um, one of my favorite clutter-free gifts, we're going to go back a few years, my friends. Uh, I was probably eight years old. I wanted to be a ballerina so desperately. And so there on our Christmas tree was a pair of tickets to the Nutcracker. I went with my grandmother. I will never forget it. Definitely clutter-free. And it was a wonderful experience. And uh, yeah, so there you go. An experience as a clutter-free gift. Producer Mike, do you have a a favorite clutter-free gift? Yeah, uh, you were talking about it with Johnny today, about getting experiences for Christmas Mm -hmm. and not just something tangible, physical. Yeah. Um, When I was a kid, I must have been 15, 16, um, looked in the Christmas tree, and Grandpa had snuck an envelope in there that had uh, a map to Florida. Like, remember MapQuest? Yeah. Had the driving directions all the way to Florida. Amazing. Uh, and Okay. <laughs> well, Grandpa was sending my dad and I to a racetrack in Florida. Oh, no uh, way. A few months later. So Christmas, December, we went in February. Yeah. And that was one of the greatest experiences, one of the greatest Christmas gifts I ever got. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, didn't take up any space on the shelf. Nope. I probably still, I think in, in my old bedroom at my parents' house, this the MapQuest printed out directions are still stuck on the wall somewhere. Oh, like that's a, so yeah, cool. Yeah, great memories there. See, and those memories can last a lifetime. Text message here from Corey. Uh, Corey says that uh, her kids actually got a city pass last Christmas, and she was so hoping that they could do things this year, that there weren't going to be any lockdowns. Um, but her kids got to go to the zoo, CN Tower. They got to go to Castle Loma and to Ripley's Aquarium. So amazing, getting some city passes. Your kids experiencing the city from a different perspective. Of creating memories. I love that. Um, I love this. This is from Wendy. She says her and her husband create coupon books for Christmas. And so she has been gifted massages. Um, her husband has vowed to clean the house. Uh, so he just cashes in a coupon. Love this, Wendy, so much. Um, she's gotten manicure pedicures. And this is one of their traditions. I love that. 
that. Definitely clutter-free. It's the、uh, tapping into the love language of time spent, and it can be affordable and fit right into the budget. So, love these ideas, guys. Thank you so much. Keep them coming. You got one. Nine zero five three three eight twelve fifty. Call or text. Holly Taylor here. We're talking about clothes. I'm reminded of the verse in the Bible that just reminds us not to worry about what we will eat or drink. How God clothes the lilies of the field, and yet here we are talking about clothes because it is still a way that we use to express our own identity. And I know some people are really, really particular about what they wear. Maybe not so much about the style, but. How that fabric was sourced.、Um, back home, there was a friend of mine who decided to start a blog, and for a full year, she only purchased things that were either secondhand or that were made. Uh, she discovered that she not only saved money, she was able to put together some really great outfits. And for her, she was just very passionate about making sure she wasn't supporting fast fashion, which is where they make a lot of garments really quickly. The quality isn't really good, so you end up throwing them out or giving it away. And、um, it was just something that she just was very passionate about trying to avoid. And so. Yeah, she did a great job. She would blog all the outfits that she would wear, and it ended up being a thing. So, for you, are you one who's all about the secondhand clothes? Do you like to make your own clothes, or are you just like, I don't have time for any of that. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the store or order it online. Now, it looks like we got、uh, a big mix of everything. We got Mary saying she buys her clothes.、Um, she says for her, it's a, a great night out or a day out, and she actually uses the experience to develop relationships with. Friends and with her daughters, they do shopping trips together. I know. Me and my mom had some great times laughing. <laughs> the odd outfits that we would pick for each other. It became a thing. It was a great bonding experience.、Uh, Peter says, "Whatever my wife buys, he okay. That's fair. That's very fair."、Uh, let's see. We got a message here from Melissa. She says, "I actually really like to make clothes, so I'm kind of a combination of all three." I I wish I had more time to do that. Thank you so much for sharing、uh, about your stories about how you express yourself with the clothes that you wear. And if you do have denim that's just stacking up in your home, and you're thinking, "What am I going to do with this?" Don't forget, you can always go to specialists who take time to recreate your denim items. You can catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto Area. That would be AM dial and 1250. Super easy to find. Also, you can find us online at joyradio.ca and listen to some of our programs on demand that way. But also through our app, the My Joy Radio app, and even a smart speaker can tune us in. Just say, "Hey, insert speaker name here." Uh, play Joy Radio on TuneIn, and you are good to go. Okay, we were talking about、um, the different areas that people feel as though we need to have better conversations on. One of them being about the environment. And Heinz, I know you're like, what? That's a hard left turn, Holly. <laughs> what does Heinz have to do with the environment? Well, they actually spent 185,000 hours redesigning their ketchup bottle caps. Just the bottle caps. That's a lot of conversations in 185,000 hours. So they have now done it. It took some time, took some conversations, but now the ketchup bottle cap is a hundred percent recyclable. So there you go. 
That's eight years of conversations uh, and 54 iterations. So they tried 45 times to make this a thing. And finally, they did it. How it will work? You open the lid and pour out the ketchup. That's really what it means to us. Um, but furthermore, you can throw it in the recycle now, and it will actually be recyclable. And they are doing what they can to make sure that their product is not just tasty, um, but that it also is environmentally friendly with the packaging that they are using. So there you go. Whether you like Heinz or French's or whatever brand you're loyal to, Heinz, spending time and effort on redesigning their lids. Uh, This is where we're at, guys. This is where we're at.